Hi, everyone. Thank you so much. I think it's, uh, it's going to be reminiscent of a game of laser tag, and we all have our colored headphones on, so we know what team we're on. We're team green for this room, so appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming. Uh, my name is Bradford Lyman. I'm a senior manager of product for AWS Marketplace. I oversee our pricing, procurement, and product deployment teams. So that covers everything that we think about when it's how you reach your 260,000 customers, um, 260,000 customers. We, we actually updated our stats between when we had to submit our session and today, and so now we have a new title that we're showing right now. Um, I'm joined by Sophia Law, one of Hi, the product everyone. managers in the team, who actually built most of the features that we're gonna be talking about today, about how you reach your customers with customized agreements and customized pricing. So a, a quick agenda before we get started. Uh, we're going to give you an overview of AWS Marketplace. Um, there was actually a session yesterday that went through the real basics of how you register as a seller, how you publish your first product, and how you think of a pricing plan. Um, we'll cover a little bit of that in some of our overview video, but we're going to actually try to go a little bit deeper into the strategy you use to reach those customers as you scale up your business. So we also want to make sure that we're always evolving and that we cover those evolutions at reInvent every year. So we've got three areas of innovation that we'll be going through. First, we'll be talking about how we highlight your products. So the new ways that we actually make your products available to the right customer at the right time. Then we'll be going through new sales opportunities. This is the, the new technologies and the new deployment types that we, do, that we add so that you can make a new kind of product available to meet a customer's needs. And then we'll talk about scaling your business. And scaling your business is gonna cover both what you as a seller will do in order to reach your customers at a greater scale, and also what we're doing so that customers who are bringing more and more of their business through AWS Marketplace are able to scale those kinds of transactions. We'll close off with a demo because we think it's really important for you to see not just slides of what we're doing, but actually the steps of if you get into our management portal and start interacting with these features, you should be able to see what that's like. And so we'll go through that at the very end. But even though there was an, uh, an overview session yesterday, we're gonna do a quick overview. We'll start with a video, because uh, an image is worth a thousand words, and a video is thousands of images. So we'll start with that and give you an overview before we get started to make sure everybody has the context to get the most out of the session. There are thousands of different software solutions for organizations to help run their operations. Businesses face various challenges to migrate to the cloud, between license restrictions, accelerated retirement of older products, new requirements for cloud workloads, complexity in migrating existing applications, and an inability to leverage existing agreements. These drive time and resource loads on finite procurement teams. AWS Marketplace a curated digital catalog simplifies software provisioning and saves businesses time and resources. With an expansive selection of software listings, flexible pricing models, and quick deployment options, AWS Marketplace makes it easy to find, try, buy, and deploy solutions for different needs that run on AWS. Start by finding the software you need. AWS Marketplace works with thousands of independent software vendors, providing listings from a large breadth of categories, including machine learning, containers, networking, security, storage, DevOps, database, operating systems, BI and big data, and media. 
The software portfolio is scanned on a 24-7 basis for potential vulnerabilities. Next, identify the best pricing option. Between hourly, monthly, or a multi-year contract, you pay for what you need. Customers can also bring your own license and migrate to AWS with existing product licenses. Features like seller private offers make it possible to negotiate offer details with independent software vendors. And if customers want to test a product, they can take advantage of a free trial. To finish, deploy products quickly with Amazon Machine Image, SaaS, Amazon SageMaker, Amazon Elastic Containers Service, API, CloudFormation Template, and more with a few clicks. Use one-click deployment for pre-configured software to deploy even faster. AWS Marketplace makes it easy for customers to get the software and price they need. And with AWS managing it, billing is made easy. Centralized billing means customers can deploy multiple software solutions and have their bills come from one source, AWS. AWS also provides cost management and reporting to help track details. AWS Marketplace also releases new features regularly, continually innovating to make software provisioning even easier. Learn why hundreds of thousands of active customers are already using AWS Marketplace to find, buy, and deploy today. Learn more at aws.amazon.com marketplace. softly in case some of you are still have your headphones on. Uh, I'll slowly increase the volume. <laughs> so AWS Marketplace, that kind of covers a little bit about what you need to know about pricing types, deployment types, but give you an overview of this growing digital catalog. Uh, we currently have over 7,000 listings in Marketplace from over 1,500 ISVs spanning free software, BYOL, bring your own license, or commercially priced software. Um, we're always going along with new regions, so we're currently available in, uh, to be deployed in 20 different regions around the globe. 260,000 active customers that we mentioned earlier. Um, when we try to talk about the scale of how, many, uh, how much business we're doing in AWS Marketplace, we like to talk about the number of EC2 instances that are deployed. So we have over 850 million hours of EC2 deployed monthly out of Marketplace, which is a big number, hard to get scale, uh, hard to put that into context, but it means that on every average hour, it's probably over a million uh, EC2 instances running with software deployed out of AWS Marketplace. Uh, we help you uh, reach your customers by categorizing our software so that customers can easily find it. We currently have 39 different categories um, in order to ease that uh, discovery process. So talking about the actual uh, value props that we offer, both buyers and sellers, so we allow you to deploy software on demand. That means that you can find a solution incredibly quickly, and then immediately get that up and running within your account. Um, we offer flexible consumption and contract pricing. We talked a little bit about that in the video, but that means that you can price the same way AWS does, whether that's by the hour, uh, by a flexible consumption dimension, or with a longer term contract in order to get uh, a lower cost for commitment. We make it easy and secure to deploy, easy because we put it directly into the console where a customer wants to get that software up and running, and secure by scanning our catalog 24-7 to work through any known vulnerabilities, identify them, and work through that process. We have one consolidated bill, 
So that means that as customers bring dozens of subscriptions through AWS Marketplace, they actually receive one bill from us on a regular basis. So that, that way simplifies their procurement process, simplifies their account payable. We also are an always evolving service. So as we add new features, we make it easier, better, faster for customers to do what they need and for you to reach those customers. So we are also a publicly managed catalog. So that means we both have high touch and low touch. Um, on the high touch side, we have a catalog operations team that's there to work with you 24 seven, uh, spanning the globe. So they'll assist with listing management. Um, they will talk to you about the health of your listing. Uh, as we have new vulnerabilities that are identified, they'll work with you to know about those and whether there needs to be a takedown plan or removal or how we can work around it so that customers can use your product securely. We also make suggestions for listing improvements. So just because you put it up there, uh, we help you optimize it in order to be able to reach customers better. So then we also have a self-service low-touch uh, part of our business as well. So there's a management portal that in that management portal you can do, you can submit new listings, make version updates, sunset an older version. As we add new instance types or regions, make your software available there or automatically opt into all new regions and instance types in the future. Plus, that's where you go to get your reporting about how, the, uh, how your uh, product is selling and then also thinking about your go-to-market and any ref tags you're tracking through Marketplace. So in addition to being a digital fulfillment, a digital catalog, we're a digital fulfillment mechanism as well. So that means that we kind of, we span all the value tiers from something that's below $20,000 all the way up to $100,000 and into the millions. So we take a solution. These are some of the popular categories, uh, security, networking, storage, business intelligence, business applications, DevOps, database, um, eight of our 39 different categories. Um, we think about the value tiers there and how we work with you to reach your customers. So if you're having a, a 20,000K or 20K or less transaction, we'll think about that as a highly scalable category or use case with digital demand generation coming from your team and AWS Marketplace. There should be no to low sales touch involvement in those kind of transactions because it's probably gonna be a standard pricing transaction that a customer can just get directed to Marketplace, find the product and buy it and get it up and running. As we move up the value tiers into 20K or 100K, we tend to think about those as sales assisted. So you might have a use case centric go-to-market uh, plan around that, and you might actually be pulling in a channel partner or a reseller or a VAR. And sometimes that'll have standard pricing, and sometimes you'll start to think about private offers and private pricing. So then we think about that moves us into those high touch transactions where you're gonna have a salesperson leading that because that's gonna be hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars. Um, you'll have heavy sales involvement, involvement from marketplace, a very targeted go to market motion around that. And then you will uh, close that deal with a custom price and a custom legal terms. And we'll be going through in more detail how you think about that custom pricing and custom legal terms and the process for creating that offer and pushing them out to customers. So, and because we span those value tiers, we can think about small to medium businesses as well as enterprises, so that actually as a company starts using your product and scales that up, we actually have the mechanisms to move you from a low value transaction into a private offer seamlessly without customers having to do anything to rebuild their architecture. We'll just swap out that offer in the back end so that they have to do nothing to touch their infrastructure and just keep using your product with what they need around legal terms and price in order to scale.
So let's talk about what we do to highlight your product. Um, again, this is the new things that we do. We've kind of covered some of the, um, the search and browse that we offer in our website, in the video, but um, this is what we've launched in the last 12 months since reInvent, last in 2018, so you can think about how we are putting your products in the right place. So the first thing that we're actually really excited about is AWS Marketplace widgets. So part of that right product in the right place is as a customer is trying to solve a problem on top of AWS, they're probably interacting in a console. And so what we do is with these widgets, we enable those AWS service teams to highlight your product directly. So Think about SageMaker, where we've put our console. As you're trying to find uh, a machine learning algorithm that you need, like you can actually find that and search for that directly from the SageMaker console. Also, Redshift, if you have a, uh, a product that works well with a database, like uh, an ETL tool, we can put that directly in the place where a customer would want to interact with it. Um, widgets are really powerful because it lets us scale up with other AWS services, and so we put it in a few consoles, and we're actually really excited because for the rest of the year, we know that we've got more places to highlight your products with more consoles through AWS. So we've talked about consoles. We actually find that a lot of our customers are doing the primary part of their interactions with AWS in the console. So we've decided to build our own so that we don't have to think about that context switching for customers who are more comfortable dealing with in a console. So within the AWS Marketplace console, we allow you to browse your existing subscriptions and then also find new products that you might want to buy. Because when you browse your existing subscriptions, you're already within the console. There's no context switching as you move from our website there. And so it kind of puts you further, it puts you closer to where a customer is going to be actually using your product, allowing us to highlight that within another environment. So the other place that we see customers actually trying to discover products especially at large enterprises, is directly in some kind of procurement system. So earlier this year, we launched procurement system integrations. Um, we are GA with Cooper right now, and we're in a private beta for customers with Ariba. So you can think about as a, a person is trying to buy a solution within a large enterprise. If they have a procurement system, that's the place where they go to get it approved and maybe even to discover your product. So with this integration, we allow customers to search for within that procurement tool, find your product, purchase it through AWS Marketplace, have any approvals they need that they might have had to do out of band previously, and then immediately get up and running with your product. So um, this is a way to highlight your product and also as we think about enterprises scaling up, a way for them to easily fit within their existing process, making it easier for them to buy your product. I also wanted to talk about new sales opportunities. So, that's the way that we've made um, new deployment types and new pricing types on existing deployment options. So we've been super excited about what we've seen with Lambda. Uh, customers are using it to solve a lot of problems. So earlier this year, we announced Omis could now support Lambda deployments. So one way that we make it easy for customers to get software up and running quickly is by allowing you as a seller to wrap it in a CloudFormation template. With that CloudFormation template, you describe things like a database it might need, um, a set of permissions you might want to create. You can go ahead and craft that yourself, upload it to Marketplace, we scan it to make sure that it complies with our best practices, and then we put that in front of customers. 
Well, a new thing that we saw more and more customer uh, sellers doing is using Lambda to do some kind of pre-processing or post-processing around the business application running on that AMI. And so we knew that we needed to give uh, to support that use case. And so we've added that so that as you think about Lambda and you think about new technology, we can actually incorporate that into your marketplace listing, helping customers get up and running more quickly. The other thing that we added this year around deployment options is we added page support for EKS containers. Last year at reInvent, we launched our container marketplace. Um, we supported ECS, EKS, and Fargate, but uh, for Kubernetes-based deployments, we only were able to support free and BYOL. Obviously, we wanted to bring parity across our container, uh, our, our container portfolio, so we brought paid listings for EKS, so now if you have a, um, a product packaged in a Kubernetes container, you can list that for sale in Marketplace. Um, the other piece there is actually we brought up that parity as well with the rest of our catalog, allowing custom metering dimensions and long-term discounts. Because we know that as deployments grow, you need to be able to lock in a long-term discount when you know have, when you have predictable long-term usage. And you also need to be able to think about the granularity, especially around a technology like containers where it actually has a faster boot time and you want to think about um, a shorter granular amount of work. At this point, I want to pass it over to Sophia. She's going to talk about some of the things we do to help you scale your business, both as your customers are buying more and more of your products and need to manage the, um, the mass amount of data that they're getting through us, and then also how you scale by reaching more and more customers through AWS Marketplace. Sophia? Great. All right, thanks, Brad. So, uh, in talking about how to better scale your business with AWS Marketplace, especially as customers begin to use more and more software on AWS Marketplace, uh, we're gonna go through a, a few different enhancements that we launched earlier this year uh, to help, help you with that. So to start, uh, in self-service listings, so this is at the space where you list your products um, on AWS Marketplace. Uh, we heard from many of our partners that they wanted to be able to more quickly and easily navigate to and manage their product listings on AWS Marketplace. This was a common request from many of our partners as product listing updates um, and new products can happen throughout the year, especially as you scale up. So earlier this year, we launched a more streamlined self-service portal on AWS Marketplace Management Portal. Uh, so uh, what this is now, you can uh, more easily list your products and add new products by using a single click drop-down menu um, on the Management Portal. Uh, and from there, you can also update new versions of your products um, on AWS Marketplace. So we also separated this tab into four different categories, uh, starting first with Server, which covers AMIs, or Amazon Machine Images and Containers, uh, SaaS, machine learning, and most recently, with our latest launch for AWS Data Exchange, we also have data products listed here. So uh, we recently launched a new process for AMIs, for single AMIs and also for Karma, uh, through this uh, self-service listing experience where it's fully integrated into the marketplace workflow. So you can see in the screenshot here, you can basically uh, upload a new AMI and go through the clicks um, without having to leave the portal. Uh, containers, ML, uh, and SaaS uh, products are on the horizon for this similar workflow process. We also enabled an assets tab um, on the management portal. And so from there, you can upload a file. You can submit an AMI for scanning. You can submit a container image and also build an image. So in last year's reInvent, we launched machine learning on AWS Marketplace um, as a new product type. 
So in the past year, we've heard from many of our customers that they wanted to be able to uh, have, extend private offers and create negotiated uh, custom pricing and custom terms for machine learning products uh, purchased through AWS Marketplace. So earlier this year, we enabled private offers for uh, machine learning on AWS Marketplace. So now you can offer those custom prices, custom terms um, for ML and AI models on AWS Marketplace to further help you scale uh, for your, to meet business, uh, meet your customers' needs. Another pricing enhancement that we uh, launched earlier this year uh, is multi-year AMI uh, with a flexible payment schedule. So. Uh, in late last year, also, we launched a flexible payment schedule with SaaS contracts specifically. Um, and after we launched that, uh, we learned from our partners that they, and customers that they really enjoyed being able to uh, pay uh, across the contract duration uh, in different installment payments with custom amounts and custom dates. So this enhancement was basically to draw more parity across different product types on AWS Marketplace, uh, extending it into AMIs. Uh, and so uh, with this launch, now with a AMI private offer, you can include a flexible payment schedule, so you can input custom dates, custom amounts, uh, spread across the duration of the contract. In addition, uh, you can also specify a custom contract duration for the AMI. So previously, uh, you could only uh, sell AMIs basically hourly or annual. Now with seller private offers, you can create a private offer for a custom contract duration up to three years um, or 1,095 days because on the actual tool, uh, it's, uh, you can customize the duration by days. Uh, so now you can spread the payments over the contract duration to meet your customers' budgetary needs. You can also, uh, in addition to that, set custom overage prices. So what that means is when you create a private offer for a AMI uh, with a custom duration uh, with flexible payment scheduler, you can actually set the number of instances uh, that's included as part of this contract. Uh, and if the buyer were to go uh, above those number of instances that have been set on that contract, you can set a custom overage uh, price for the additional instance that's launched. And that would then be charged um, hourly. So that's similar to like your cell phone bill. If you go over it, you get paid, um, you pay for what you use after that um, usage. In addition to this, through seller private offers, you can also include a custom EULA as expected with seller private offers. And I'll go through an example of this during the demo a little bit later today so you can see how this all works. So as Brad mentioned in the earlier slides with the uh, different engagement models where we have high touch um, sellers. So uh, we uh, invested uh, some time here to make it easier for our high touch uh, channel partners to be able to extend private offers uh, a bit more easily. And so we decreased the amount of touch actually required for consulting partners. Previously they needed to um, create a transaction request form and get their approvals before they could actually do a, pr a private offer. Um, but now, consulting partners can self-service uh, private offers for AMIs, for SaaS subscriptions, and also for SaaS contracts products. Um, that means that CPs or consulting partners uh, can create private offers on the fly. Uh, in addition to this, uh, this update, uh, consulting partners excuse me, uh, can also have access to flexible payment scheduler, uh, long-term AMIs, which we just covered, um, and also SaaS uh, contract with consumption pricing. So that's a similar concept where you can pay for uh, additional overage costs um, outside of what's included on the contract. So with this enhancement, this allows uh, sellers to be able to send more of your business to consulting partners, um, reduce the high-touch support needs previously required to, for consulting partners to create private offers, and it also helps you better scale your business. 
So as customers consume more on AWS Marketplace, it becomes harder to make sense of those different charges that show up on their uh, monthly AWS consolidated bill um, and to tie it back to their cost centers. Um, when customers previously only bought one or two things on AWS Marketplace, it was pretty easy to see, but now it's a bit more difficult to separate out those costs. Uh, so we heard from our customers that they really needed a way to be able to distinguish their costs and infrastructure, software costs and infrastructure costs. And this was also mentioned in uh, Dave McCann's uh, GPS keynote earlier today. Uh, so the first step in our tagging journey, we're happy to announce, is the tag inheritance for EC2 AMIs. So these tags automatically pass through um, and are automatically associated with the customer's software usage uh, costs. So now customers can see which bucket uh, their software costs are in, making it even easier for customers to use and track their AWS Marketplace purchases. So um, once uh, these tags actually we reflected in the AWS Cost Explorer, um, Cost and Usage Report, and AWS Tag-Based Budgets. So as you've seen so far, we've done a lot of different improvements throughout the transaction process to help you scale. Um, for this particular one, we understand that as more and more uh, customers make purchases through AWS Marketplace, uh, we understand that it becomes more difficult to track um, all the different transactions that you have with your customers and also the disbursement of funds to help you operate at scale. So, uh, we're happy to announce that uh, a feature that we, or a report that we enhanced specifically was um, improved visibility in the uh, monthly disbursement report um, through AWS Marketplace. So uh, the, new, the improved monthly disbursement report now includes a new uncollected funds breakdown section, which uh, sorts all the different uh, funds by payment due date. So now you can more easily see the status of any outstanding payments that you have to better help you plan and help you know what to expect. So now I'll move into the live demo portion. Um, I'll just go over here to the station. And in this demo, what we're gonna go through, let me just switch over. What we're gonna go through is a uh, private offer for an AMI product. Um, it's gonna be custom duration. And I'm gonna take us through how an ISV would create this custom duration slash multi-year AMI with a flexible payment schedule. And then also go through the buyer process on how they would um, view the uh, offer and subscribe and see it on the, the marketplace console. So what I have here on the screen is the, uh, the product from the buyer perspective. Um, so I'm the buyer, my name's Sophia, and um, I have used this product before, Tipco Spotfire Analytics for AWS, and I really liked it. And I would like to be able to get a longer term duration, because previously bought the annual for this. I'd like to get a longer term contract duration uh, for two years specifically uh, to, to meet my needs. Um, and I would like to be able to negotiate this with the seller with a payment schedule to match like my quarterly budget budgets. So I've already talked to the seller, I've talked to Tipco. We've negotiated our terms um, and the prices for the two years that I would like this contract for. And so uh, the seller was able to tell me that like, great, like glad we can close the negotiations. I'll go ahead and create the private offer uh, today and you should uh, see it in your inbox, see the, the, the offer URL in your email inbox within 24 hours. And so at this point in time as a buyer, I'm just gonna go ahead and wait and check my email in the morning. So I'm gonna switch gears and now I'm the seller and I'll show how I actually go through and create the offer for the buyer. So where I click to, this is the AWS Marketplace Management Portal. I've already logged in as the seller. So this is the homepage um, for sellers. And um, I'm gonna navigate to the offers tab. 
which as you heard earlier today in the GPUs keynote, all sellers can now uh, create seller private offers. So super exciting. So here you would navigate to the offers tab and go ahead and click create an offer. So this is the uh, create private offer screen for uh, seller private offers. I'm gonna go ahead and select that Tibco product. And I know my buyer's account ID because she gave it to me ahead of time. And based on what we discussed, we wanted to talk, we wanted to include a flexible payment schedule on this. So I'm gonna go ahead and check this checkbox to make sure that um, I include that in the offer. And what also happens here is that we verify that the buyer account ID is on invoice net terms with AWS. And the reason why we do this is because we wanna make sure that there aren't any issues with buyers on credit cards, with um, you know, credit cards that um, are no longer valid. So we wanna make sure that with buyers uh, that are on invoice net terms, you'll for sure um, have the payment in hand. So going to the next screen, we're going to create an offer. So as you can see here at the top of the screen, it verifies um, that this is the product that I'm creating an offer for. And I can go ahead and select a contract duration and also input a custom duration. So based on my discussions with the buyer, uh, Sophia had said that she wanted a, a duration of 720 days. I don't know why that number is, that's what she wanted. Um, it's like two years, but just kind of under the cusp, probably just what their needs were. And based on our discussions, we also talked about um, setting up um, five different units for the C5 2X, 2x large, uh, 10 units on the C5 4 extra large, and five units for the C5 9 extra large. So as I mentioned earlier, because this private offer has a payment schedule on it, I can actually set the number of units that the buyer will receive as part of this deal. So our prices were negotiated along um, knowing that we were going to give them what, 20 units basically on this contract. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I've set them here based on our negotiations. As I continue to scroll down, um, all the other instances here, I'm leaving as zero because that's not something that the buyer has indicated they wanted. So I'm just gonna leave that as is. As I get to about the middle of the page, this is where I can do the payment schedule. And so here, I can add up to 36 different payments. Um, but for our negotiations, we actually talked about um, just three payments. So as you can see here, I can type in any amount based on our negotiations um, with the buyer. And, um, and this is great for you know, buyers who want an upfront payment and then want to spread out their payments throughout that contract duration or if they want to you know, uh, go with their quarterly uh, budgets and be able to set one at the end of each quarter, or beginning of each quarter, whichever is the most appropriate for the particular buyer. So for each payment, I'm gonna schedule the invoice date based on what we had talked about. Uh, the buyer wanted one right up front, the beginning of the year. And for the second larger payment, I'm gonna go ahead and choose one later in 2020. So remember, this is um, just under a two-year contract, so I can set, select, set these payments to happen uh, at any point during that 720-day period. <laughs> and then for the last payment, the buyer had said, I want to go back to like a February date. So as you can see, this, these are custom dates. You can input whatever date makes sense for the buyer. As I continue scrolling down to this next section, um, Sorry, I'll also highlight that the total contract price is also displayed here. It's uh, $19,000 for this particular contract. 
So as I continue scrolling down, you can see the additional usage section. So this is um, what I was referring to when if the buyer launches an additional instance, um, you can also provide them a custom price for that additional instance, and then they'll be charged by the hour for that instance. So based on what we talked about, I said that we would include a 50% discount for any additional instances that they launched as, part, as a part of this contract. So I'm going to go ahead and change that price here. And then for all the other instances that are listed on here, if they decide to deploy those later on during their contract, this will be the hourly rate that they'll be billed upon. Okay. So here I can upload our custom uh, end user license agreement. Um, so that would include any additional uh, custom terms that we've negotiated as part of this contract. Um, this can be uh, any uh, format, it could be a PDF, it could be a notepad. I'm going to go in and just select a notepad doc. And here you can see it immediately shows up. I'll have a chance to review this in the next screen as well. I want to make sure that those are the terms that I want to include. Finally, at the very bottom here, we have an offer expiration date. So what this means is that the, after this date, the offer terms will no longer be valid. So translated to the customer side, the customer will need to take an action either to accept or just to ignore the, the offer before this date. Um, otherwise, they will no longer have access to these custom prices and custom terms that we negotiated. So I'm going to set next Friday to give the buyer just some time to think about it and review and get the appropriate approvals. So I'm going to go ahead and click the review screen. And at this point, I can review all the different uh, units that I had put through in the private offer. So I can confirm the buyer ID, confirm the product name, which I did earlier, which looks good. Um, the offer shows that it's 720 days, which is the custom duration that the buyer had requested. I can see the number of units that I inputted, five of the C52X large, 10 of the C54 extra large, five of the C59 extra large, and nothing else that the, uh, the buyer had requested. I can also review the additional usage uh, in this table below. Um, and those were the uh, custom, custom amounts that I put in with the default amounts from the public listing, which is what displays. And then finally, the payment schedule uh, in this box shows that I have three payments, totaling 19,000 across the 720-day contract. Uh, the dates that we have set for when the invoice will go out to the customer are January 1st, uh, mid-year in June, and again, uh, and the last year in February, based on what the customer and I had talked through. At this point, I can also review that end-user license agreement, or the EULA. I can click here and view the PDF. This is just a notepad file. There's nothing interesting here, but uh, you can upload um, any variety of documents that um, work for you and the customer, and that will show up on the customer side as well. And then just to verify the offer expiration date, uh, Friday, December 13th, that looks right to me. So I'm gonna go ahead and click extend that offer. Awesome. So now I get this confirmation screen that the offer is being created. Uh, so at this point in time, this um, offer is going through all of our different backend systems across the uh, 20 different regions around the world. So it takes a little bit of time for it to publish. Um, it can publish within minutes. At maximum at 45 minutes, uh, we'll have an offer created. But like any good cooking show, I have one prepared already ahead of time. So we can go ahead and look at that one. 
And as you can see here, I'm back in the AWS Marketplace Management Portal. And this is the Manage Private Offers uh, tab, which is where we had started originally. I can see all my offers that I've created here in, uh, in this list below. And I'm going to go ahead and open it up just to kind of verify those terms. Okay, so offer published. Um, this one actually looks a little bit different, but that's okay. That's the one I prepared ahead of time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and show you now how the seller is going to get the offer URL to the buyer. Um, so as I had mentioned earlier, um, the seller had mentioned to the buyer, like, I'm going to email you the URL. Please check your email in 24 hours, and you'll be able to access the offer then. So from here, I'm going to go ahead and on the Actions drop-down menu, copy the offer URL, choose my favorite email client, and I already had this drafted up. Let's see here. Nice little title here. I'm going to go ahead and click send. So basically this email now has the direct URL link to the offer that we had created just a few minutes ago. Well, technically this was yesterday. But um, so this, when the buyer clicks on this URL, they'll be taken directly to the offer screen. They can review the terms and they can um, click accept from there. And I'll take us through that process in a second. So let me go ahead and click send. Okay. So I'm going to switch gears again and I am now the buyer. So I'm going to log out from my seller login. Um, so again, I'm Sophia and I'm the buyer. It's been 24 hours. I'm going to go into my email and I want to check out, uh, I want to check out my email to see if I'd gotten something from the seller. Oh, I think that's, that's what it was. <laughs> okay. I don't know how it got there, but okay. So uh, this is the private offer that the seller had given to me. And um, I'm gonna go ahead and click on this URL to be taken directly to the offer terms so I can review what we had talked about. Now this is gonna ask me to sign in first, which is great. So I'm gonna log in with the, with the account that the, um, with the, with the account that the, uh, that the offer was extended directly to. So as you saw earlier, when I created the private offer, there's a specific, specific account ID that I logged in, uh, that had been extended this private offer. As a buyer, I want to make sure to log into that same one so that I can actually see the right offer terms and be able to um, accept the private offer. So I know as a buyer that this is an account that has been approved to make purchases as well, and um, I can go ahead and review the offer at this point. So on this screen, this is the product detail page, um, the next click over to the actual offer terms. So from here, we can start procuring. And I'm reviewing the terms here. I can see that for this particular product, it's Tipco Spotfire. That's the one we had talked about. And as I scroll down, I can see that there is an expiration date listed up top here of December 12th. So I got to make a decision by next week. Um, this contract is for 720 days, um, which is what we had talked about. This looks right. The components included um, are the, the five units of C52X large I mentioned, 10 units of C54X large, and five units of C59X large, as we had seen previously. So this all looks right to me as the buyer. I'm going to continue scrolling down, and I see these additional usage costs. Oh, these look a little bit cheaper than what we talked about. I probably want to talk to the seller here. It seems pretty cheap for what, the, uh, what we had talked about, um, but essentially, um, this, is, this would be the additional um, usage that I would use um, if I launched an uh, additional instance for, for these particular instance types. 
If I scroll further down below, there's a section here that talks about terms duration. Um, this, what this is is basically uh, the total number of days that I have to accept this offer in addition to the total contract days. So I basically have 10 days to accept the offer and our, my uh, contract duration is 720. Uh, after the end of my contract, this terms duration, 730 days, I will go back to the public offer price. So that means that after this contract finishes, um, I will just go back to the public price, which is expected for AMIs. So um, everything here looks good to me. Um, I might want to check on the actual uh, you know, overage costs, the payment schedule. Apologies, this is one that I cooked up uh, yesterday that looks a little different from what we just did live together. But this payment schedule um, looks correct um, on the dates that I'd selected. With this total contract price, I'm going to go ahead and accept terms. So there's two clicks here. The first click here is to um, basically confirm that I uh, am agreeing to all these units that have been uh, included on the contract. And I'll wait for, the, you can see this spin here, or wait for the final accept the contract itself, which will then trigger the invoice, um, the payment schedule in the back end. So you can see here that it does show me a confirmation I'm subscribed to the product. Um, they're processing my request. Um, and whenever this actually completes, then I can actually uh, accept the rest of the contract and the payment schedule as discussed. Let's see here. Usually goes pretty quickly. <laughs> there we go. All right, so the second click here to accept the contract. Uh, there's some text here that basically talks about um, any, any additional accounts that click accept contract might receive an error. This is the right account that I want this contract associated to. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and click accept so I can complete the process. And this final confirmation page just kind of shows me all the units that are included in the contract. Um, it shows me the total contract duration date of 720 days. And um, everything looks right and the total contract price looks right. So I'm gonna go ahead and click confirm. Awesome. So you can see the confirmation on the top of the screen. The contract for your software has been accepted. You can now configure your software. So what that means is um, I've accepted the contract terms. I will have those invoices generated on the dates that were specified on the payment schedule. Um, but I actually need to go back in to launch the instances that I now have entitled to me as part of this contract. So I can do that at this time. I can go continue to configuration, or I can actually do that later. So this is just what the typical screen is that buyers um, experience today when they purchase any AMI on AWS Marketplace. They go through and specify their uh, instances. So I'm just gonna hold off on this at this point. I'll do this a little bit later. So at this point in time, um, another, now that I've completed the contract, I can actually see the um, subscription on the Your Marketplace software tab. This is actually the AWS Marketplace console that Brad had mentioned earlier. Um, and so from here, we can actually toggle the view to see all the different subscriptions that I have um, active at the moment. And um, there's a couple different ways I can view that. Uh, currently, it's showing all delivery methods, and so I have a few pages here. I can also like, filter it on different deployment types. If I'm looking for a specific one, I can also type in the name in the search bar. Uh, there's another view also I'd like to highlight. So if you click the gear uh, symbol on the right side, you can also view this in a table format where it shows you a little bit more information up front. Um, and maybe if, if for those of you that like a different view, you can see a cleaner view of the same information. So I'd like to look at the TIBCO subscription that I had just completed. So I'm just gonna go ahead and type in TIBCO. There it is. So this was the subscription that we had just completed together. And I'll just toggle it back to cards if you guys prefer that as well. Um, at this page, it shows me a high level of what my uh, subscription terms are, what the product is, the deployment type. 
Um, and I can also launch a new instance from here if I would like. Uh, if I wanted to go deeper into the actual contract terms to review that, I would click on Manage. And then within the AWS Management Console, I can see the um, additional, uh, the contract terms listed directly on this page. So here I can see the contract duration, I can see the quantity of units allocated to me, and as well as the uh, instance types that are uh, included as part of this contract. If I wanted to look at the payment schedule um, and all those details again, I can go into the Actions tab, click View Terms, and that'll take me back to the offer, which is what we started with previously. Okay. And that ends our demo. Um, I think at this point in time, I'll bring it back to, to Brad. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sophia. Thank you. Yeah. You go. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much, everyone. So. This has been uh, a great chance for us to talk to you about how you can scale your business on AWS Marketplace. Um, we think of buyers and sellers as our customers. So you're either our customer right now or you're thinking about becoming our customer. So please reach out if you have questions. Uh, we'll be sticking around for a few minutes after this to take questions directly. Um, happy to talk with you about any of your questions around AWS Marketplace. Um, appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of the week. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. <laughs>